Okay, everybody, welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. I'm here with Mally J and myself. Hello. Parker Bennett from Royal LePage Westwind Realty. Um, today we have a very interesting topic and a couple special guests. And we're going to talk about someone's, a family's journey uh, to Kamloops. My name is Parker Bennett. And I've spent the last 20 years helping people through the process of their largest single investment they may ever make, their home. From building inspector to real estate agent, I've chalked up a number of great experiences and strategies for everything related to the home buying experience. This podcast is dedicated to anything and everything around the Kamloops real estate market. Welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. I call them Vancouverites. It's not meant to be an insult, but it's more of a classification of people living anywhere from the Fraser Valley to the greater Vancouver area. I too was a Vancouverite, but after more than 20 years settled here in the beautiful southern interior, I'm now a full-time 100% loopster. Loop. Loopster. Loopster. It's a real thing. Go like, for it. Hashtag Tell loopster. Okay. What does that mean? Loopster is, is a personal word that I've invented and we're going to really push it here hard on the podcast, meaning someone that resides in Kamloops, but not just resides, but has a full love for this beautiful city. I like Kamloopsian though, is the, is the word that most people use as like, it's kind of played out. <laughs> it's a little bit played out. Okay, fine. Fine. I fine. Think I, okay. Let's just define this really quickly. A Kamloopian would be someone Kamloopsian just, with an S. No, it's not an S. Yes, it is. It's Kamloopian. <laughs> okay. Okay. Kamloopian? We're having a whole argument before we even get into this today. I'm here for it. This is where the feedback's coming. Kamloopian. Okay. So let me explain this. So over the years of being a real estate agent, I've, in, I've met many of people who have toyed with the idea of dragging their family away from the hustle and bustle to smaller communities like Kamloops. Okay. I meet them. I show them houses. They toy with the idea and I would say more than less, give up on that notion. That dream gets lost somewhere in translation. So today, this is going to be more of a storyline of one family's journey from Aladner, BC to Kamloops. Welcome, Mike and Marcy. Hi. Hi. Woo. <laughs> we got a party in the booth today. Yeah. Why Full don't, house. Why don't we start by just giving a quick intro on yourself? Why don't you start, Mike? Um... I'm Mike. I'm moving. We moved uh, from Ladner this year, and uh, we moved uh, a whole family and business and everything. So it was a it was a really interesting process and exciting and challenging all yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it took longer than we expected, and yeah, cool. And you have a dog. I know your dog. Yeah, Comox. Comox. That's yep. a great great pet name. Yeah, That's beautiful. We've always had pets. We've had. Uh, Names from places. Maybe at Alaska and now Comox. Oh. Yeah, Alaska was a place that we, or I wanted to go to. And so when I was going to pick her up, we chose that name en route. And then we chose to continue the tradition. And Comox is somewhere that we like to go to. Yeah. Beautiful place in BC. Truly. But Cam, like Comox is also, so there's a, a trader tongue that goes way back. That was kind of where First Nations and French and Scottish and English and Americans were all speaking so they could communicate and trade stuff. And the, the tongue was on the West Coast and it was called Chinookwawa. And so Comox in the Chinookwawa pigeon tongue means dog. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. cool. It's like a big circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big language circle. That's, mm -hmm. oh, that's great. And this is perfect country for your kind of dog. Oh, yeah. What yeah. kind of dog is Comox? She's a uh, off-leash dog in an on-leash world. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> so she's a German wire hair pointer. Oh, yeah, cool. Full of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mars? Marcy? Uh, I'm Marcy. Um, How do you guys say your last name? Rioch. It's not Roach. No. no. Don't say Roach. It's not Roach. <laughs> Rioch. Yeah. Rioch. Or Shaylee used to say Re-Rocket when she was little. Oh. Re-Rocket? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is that one of your children? Yeah, Shaylee oh. is 13 and Mackie is 11. Wow. Welcome to Kamloops. Thanks. 
Yeah, welcome to the big city. And to the mm-hmm. podcast. Thanks. Thanks, so, for, thanks so much for joining us today, yeah. by the way. Appreciate it. If at some point your heart starts to throb for cantaloupes, you become a loopster. It's <laughs> <laughs> really committed to that term. Yeah, he's going to push it hard. <laughs> so, okay, let's back it up to a casual day when you guys are sitting together doing something, making dinner, whatever, and you come up with the idea, maybe we should move to Kamloops. Was it Kamloops? Was there any other cities involved in your... Well, we, we were looking for probably about 10 years thinking about moving outside of the Lower Mainland. So we were thinking about the island. And there's a ferry there. And sometimes it takes longer to get from Nanaimo to the Lower Mainland than it does from Mexico to the Lower Mainland. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that was a big hurdle that we didn't want to... We looked, though. We looked a bit. Um, and we wanted to move somewhere within about five-hour drive of of Lower Mainland. I think they call the Golden Circle the four-hour, four oh. five-hour drive. Perfect. It's doable family today. Is, yeah. Family is super important. Yeah, so we want to be able to have so. family up or go back down and visit family or, or something. And then we wanted a place where there's a good economy, right, a good diverse economy. So there's some towns that are really great, but it's either just tourism or just a mill or just a mine. Mm-hmm. And if that changes, then... The kind of everyone leaves the town, yeah, and we're good. we'd have to do that again. We don't want to do that. And so Kamloops is like pretty cool. How it's got a university, it's got a hospital, it's kind of a hub, mm-hmm. right, of the area, um, while still keeping all that like gorgeous nature and stuff. So that was a big draw, I think, for us. We, we looked, well, we talked about Merritt, we talked about Kelowna, but I think Kelowna, we just didn't think we liked the vibe there. <laughs> the um, loopsters who are listening are going to like that. Yeah. It's a big K town yeah. rivalry. It's, yeah. It's a bit more like a party town, I find. Yeah. Yeah. Colonifornia. I've heard it yeah. called that. Colonifornia. There's a Hashtag song. Hashtag Colonifornia. <laughs> There's a song called Colonifornia. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a rap good? song? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make a song for Kamloops. Yeah. Anyways, different vibe. I agree. It's Did a totally you, different. Were you guys city. mutually on the same page or was there a pusher and a. Was there a thinker and an idea person behind the strategy to move? And then maybe someone who was the antichrist of the move? <laughs> I'm the anchor who the was anchor. like like digging my heels in. Oh, really? For a long time. Mike would have left years ago. Um, but I lived in New York for several years and realized how important being close to my family was. And the idea of leaving them was uh, <laughs> a no-go for a very long time. Um but it was always, Kemos was always somewhere that we drove through in our travels because we liked to camp and experience BC mm-hmm. that we really liked. And so when I was finally like on board, which years later, I was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Yeah. I'm very slow with change. So <laughs> it took a long time for my like wheels to process. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Is your family then in Ladner or lower mainland area pretty much primarily? Yeah, my family, both my parents and my sister's family are in Ladner, mm-hmm. um, and Mike's parents are downtown, so all really easy access to everybody. Wow, yeah. So I'll, I'll paint the picture of how I met you guys. You guys were referred to me from some mutual friends out of the uh, Lower Mainland, some real estate agents, and you guys called me, I think it was on a Friday night, and you're like, hey, we're thinking about moving to Kamloops, but we want to... We have to have a beer with a realtor before we're really getting ready to commit. <laughs> it's a great screening process. <laughs> so we met at Tumbleweeds in Dallas, yeah. right? Yeah. You guys were camping. Yeah. You were going to camp for the weekend or you didn't have your kids that we were weekend. Up at so you had... Paul, we were at Paul Lake? No, we were... Where were we? Uh, I can't remember how to say that lake. Oh, the one way past Barnhartvale. Yeah. Scudo? Scudo, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. Scudo Lake. Yep. So we met. We talked a little bit about some of the features that I thought were important to Kamloops. And may, you know, maybe that hmm. triggered. How did you like? How did you feel, Marcy, when you left the pub that night? Were you like, "We're moving to Kamloops"? Uh, I felt. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I I definitely felt like it was a it was a stronger idea, yeah. having a sense of the different communities and where our family might fit into this city. Because like driving through, you see things that you like, and it feels like it has a good vibe, but you don't know like where your family's going to fit. And I grew up in Vancouver, and I know that area so well, and I know what I like and what I don't like. So coming to a new space, I just had no clue. Right. But 
I felt like we jived, right? We have similar interests and it felt really easy with you. You didn't come in all flashy and like showy. It was just like mm-hmm. a... So I didn't, I didn't hinder it. Yeah, you... <laughs> good. good. <laughs> it was good. I'm not a flashy person. So I just wanted someone to be casual and like yeah. answer our questions and, and make me feel um, more comfortable with the idea because I was definitely still really like on the rocks. Mike was ready to like rip the bandaid off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Parker's not like a driving a flashy new Mercedes with like a just two more sales and I'm, I'm an upgrade. <laughs> Get that Lexus. Yeah, <laughs> a bit more down to earth, which I like. I always, I always kind of question people who are always in a suit and trying to sell me mm. something. Yeah, fair enough. I'll <laughs> show no substance. That's right. Yeah, we got a lot of that in the Lower Mainland. Everyone wants to be a real estate agent. Well, not anymore, but. <laughs> it was definitely a time yeah. a couple of years ago when it was a darn good thing to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. And I, I sort of thought that like you didn't talk a whole lot when we were really theoretically talking about the move, mm-hmm. which told me you're all in Mike's all in. It's Marcy that I have to convince that <laughs> this might be a good move for her family. <laughs> have to help me with my big fears. <laughs> it's tough though to, you know, that's a huge life decision. Yeah. Can can I ask then why why were you so ready Mike to 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 go? You're like, let's get out of town. Like Well, we what is, So there's a bit of a story where during COVID, we were all kind of stuck at home and my kids were just turning into monsters. Hmm. Especially my son who just kind of he's so social and just loves people and he's usually such a happy kid and he just retreated himself. And so one day I just grabbed him. It was four in the morning in June and I threw him in the truck and we drove to somewhere between here and Ashcroft Mm -hmm. and we climbed mountains and we fished and we sighted in my rifle and let him shoot it. And he shot his bow and we found a wolf kill with some a deer skull and oh wow got home at like 10 at night and he was just amazing for two weeks wow the the like therapy of nature yeah, a day in yeah. in some good nature yeah, i think you know um the the outdoors are medicine so we bought a camper we actually bought a camper in barnardville mm-hmm. <laughs> how ironic yeah at robin's at, range that robin's range yeah and uh we we ran out of it because it needed a lot of work we camped for every two weeks we went out somewhere Amazing. And after a while, I'm like, why are we driving two to five hours every other week just mm-hmm. to get somewhere and then two to five hours back when we could be somewhere where we could just go for half an hour or out the back door mm-hmm. and get the same kind of things we need. Um, or it's such a good hub here. Like, Kamloops is so good as a jumping off place for the whole province. I agree. Yeah. yeah. it's You want to go north, it's like more accessible to go north, east. It's, the Rockies are more accessible. All the lakes around here, it's, that's, that's kind of what caught me. Amazing. It yeah. is a, like a playground of sorts here yeah. for outdoor enthusiasts. Are you outdoorsy as well, Marcy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much so. It, trees are what make my anxiety uh, way better. And interesting, our daughter now being 13, she can recognize like how significant and powerful that's been in her life. And she'll say, like, Mama, when's our next hike? I need to get out. Which mm-hmm. makes me feel like we're doing a, a good job. We're, yeah. Right? Giving our kids tools to deal with this crazy world that we live in. Healthy coping tools. You know, a friend of mine told me once, he's a, a farmer and an agrologist and a scientist. And he, he said, and he's also into crystals and things. So he's got like a good combination of like woo-woo and also science. But he said... When you're feeling stressed out, look at the tree line. Just drag your eyes across the tree line because there's something about the jagged, peaceful, like divine geometry there that like it will calm you. And I have used that so many times in like, I don't know, when you're when I'm kind of wound up or anxious about something like, yeah, sighting a tree, it just does, it's grounding. That's really interesting. It's kind of like the ocean with waves, the same kind of profile. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. The natural world. Mm-hmm. I get, it, I get it like stepping on sticks, like brush, like mm. off a trail, yeah. walking, and like stepping on stuff that may not have been stepped on. Yeah. It feels good to me. <laughs> yeah. Crunch, it's, crunching the ground. Just crunching the yeah. ground. To me, it's like, up the branches. like that warm summer grass smell, like yeah. salal and grass and stuff mm. like that. Mm-hmm. And you guys haven't even experienced the, the, the heat of Kamloops yet. 
Mm. <laughs> not living here. So you've been here in the summer, but not living here not in the summer. Here. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hurdle for me that I have to get over. Mike like loves the sun. Like, you know, he goes for a run in the middle of the day, like noon hot when it's hot. And I don't do awesome in heat. But you have AC. So AC is important. Yeah. Yeah. We've never had AC before, so it might be easier. Oh wow. Yeah, totally. Well sleep like a baby. <laughs> Which we've True. already decided that sleeping like a baby is not an actual good sleep. Okay, sleep like a corpse. <laughs> That's too extreme. Too extreme. Yeah. So what did you guys leave behind? Marcy, I know you left. There's things that you feel like you left behind, but also your kids had like a real, they've left something behind. Tell us about that. Well, it was a hard no for Shay, the first conversation that we had. Um, she didn't even want to like talk about it at all. Mackie was uh, more open to the idea. Um, he saw he, the potential. Yeah, he saw the potential. Um, and Mackie, I mean, they both have great confidence, but Mackie is a, a kid that knows he can he can make friends anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shaylee, not that Mike and Mac aren't the same as me, but like family is so important. Um, and so she was terrified. Yeah. It makes me emotional to think about Um leaving family and Shaylee's the same way. So that was really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then like this process has taken two and a half years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then like six months later it switched and Shaylee was like really open to talking about it. And Mackie was like super closed off. Um, so interesting. Yeah. But Mac had gone through something um, health wise um, and that had um, triggered some anxiety stuff. And uh, I think that was sort of the what played into all of a sudden his um, not wanting to change his environment at all because yeah. other things were changing in his life. Um, but I think for Shay, knowing that we were doing this so that we'd all be healthier, um, she was on board. She could see that you know my anxiety was continually growing with financial stuff and um, just the stress and amount of people in the city uh, and all that sort of stuff. She could see that anxiety was, yeah, well, that wasn't really an issue for us. Our work was like two and a half minutes down the street. (laughs) Awesome. That's that's ironic because of the most of the people that I've sold houses from the lower mainland, greater Mm -hmm. Vancouver area, the common narrative is the commute. And maybe it's just the commute. Like, you know, you said when you go camping, you got to commute for two and a half hours, but on the way back, it seems like everybody was camping. Anything outside of Ladner is like an hour away. Yeah. 40 minutes to an hour or more. Because you have to go through the city. Yeah. Right. Or the Fraser Valley. So with sports, everything's down the Fraser Valley. So mm-hmm. you're going to, like, sometimes in Richmond, you're only going 20 kilometers and it's like an hour to get there. That's, you go that's through the insane. tunnel and the yeah. traffic is terrible. And traffic. Now I go back and I just, I have no tolerance for traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny in Kamloops, like, you know, right after school time, there's a little, let's call it uh, rush hour here, but it really, it doesn't last very long. No. It lasts for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's so funny how, yeah, per, it's all about perspective. It's all relative where yeah. I could feel so frustrated when I'm like, oh, that was five, that was five minute delay, not mm-hmm. what it could be in the lower mainland where, I don't know, it can take a lot longer to get anywhere. Yeah. Right. Do you feel that what you thought you were getting in Kamloops or what you thought you were leaving in Ladner was, is different than now that you're here, what you see Kamloops as being, or maybe that you didn't really lose, I don't know, something that you thought you would have lost in Ladner. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I think with Ladner, we, we had opportunity to do stuff, but it's everything so expensive. It was like, well, it'd be nice to have a boat and go out in the ocean or in the river, but I'm not going to be able to ever afford a boat because everything's going into my mortgage. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, we see that I could probably get a boat in the next few years. We spend our money right, and you know, our rentals, we want to get a pool for the kids at the the house. We'll probably never have a pool at the other house, right? Well, so That was a deal with the kids. Yeah. So <laughs> both kids are swimmers. And yeah. water pool players and water is uh, important. Yeah. And so, yeah, if we're moving to Campbell's, we have to have a pool. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. That'll make those hot summers a lot better. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's local local stuff that we could theoretically access, but it's much harder to access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
we were doing a lot of um, stuff in our our yard to um, like we had quail and we were raising them for eggs and we had a massive garden and we planted a bunch of fruit trees. It's been an orchard. So we'd done as much as we could on our property. And my vision was always to buy a bigger piece of property in Ladner, right? Have a bigger piece that we could do more with. Um, and that just became further and further away, the possibility to create that. Right. Um, Prices are going up. Yeah. yeah, and the the division between like the size property that we had versus something bigger, it just it became astronomical. Yeah. Um, we're here. We were able to buy an acre, um, and you know, slowly over time, it'll evolve into sort of being able to sustain our family in some capacity. I heard you guys have great neighbors. <laughs> great neighbors. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, in reality, we've met everyone. Well. Pretty much everyone in close proximity, and they've all been super nice. So, nice. yeah, good vibes. Always buy where the realtor lives. <laughs> for, <laughs> those good for those yeah. listening, Mike and Marcy now live very close to Parker. It's a few doors down, yeah. four minute walk. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Is there anything that might have surprised you about Camloops that you didn't see coming? Um, I think the the like the mud in the winter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see why it's there, but it's a bit just something you got to push through for a few months. We're almost through it. I don't even think it's that. I think it's that we've had such a mild winter that we're going to have a longer mud season. Yeah. Like, Marcy, do you like winter? Um. Give me a I scale, could. zero to ten. <laughs> <laughs> What's your scale? Uh, ten being like so. Fall, I love it. fall, and spring are my favorite months. I don't love extreme heat, and I don't love extreme cold. Yeah. Um, I didn't think I would ever live where there's snow. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll put it like five because I've done it. I'm here. I yeah. gotta figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. So. We'll put out a five right now, liking snow. Okay, that's pretty good, actually. But like dealing once with once you the, get to a seven, you become a loopster. <laughs> <laughs> dealing with the ice on my driveway, though, I'm not really digging that. We got to figure out. We yeah, we need to figure out how to manage some of the things here. Yeah, fair enough. New new to us. Call your neighbor, realtor neighbor from a couple doors down. And come help you with your driveway ice. <laughs> I've done a little push over there. Yeah, we've got about fifty times more driveway now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> big driveway upgrade here yeah wow big time upgrade and i also think that i've said this to my wife i've said it to myself because when i moved to Kamloops, i wasn't that a big of a fan of winter myself because it, winter was hockey and there was really no other sport that i was really digging and i realized that winter is going to take up four months of the year 40 percent of your life might as well just wrap your head around liking it and find something that's really fun to do in it. And I would say I love winter now. Mm. What's, your, a, what's your winter thing now? I just like being outside, so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's just trucking through the bush. Or, we can we can now take good skiing and you know all that stuff. So well, we like to snowshoe a lot. Snowshoe, yeah, and we ice like fish. Snowshoe. Yeah, um, but yeah, it gives us yeah. more it's a lot drier here too. You don't have to dry off all the time. <laughs> There's something I need to like figure out how to deal with. Like I'm feeling like everything is so dry, my yes. skin and like my nose, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Apparently, I, a humidifier goes a long way uh, in the winter. Mm-hmm. But I feel yeah, yeah. The it's Kamloops is a really dry place. Well, and the static on my clothes. Yes. Yeah. I've never had static in Lower Mainland, <laughs> and that's a real winter. That's a real winter, winter thing. thing. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. when it gets cold. Yeah. The colder it is, the the more static there will be when it's super dry and crackly. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. The beauty of the dryness is that it's not going to snow. Like when it gets really cold and dry, those clouds are gone Mm -hmm. and the sun's out. When we're hovering around that one, two degrees, it's usually more moisture in the air. The clouds sock in over the Thompson and we're at risk of snow all the time. And it's cloudy. Like today is a beautiful day. It's super sunny out, mm-hmm. clear skies. And I know for a fact that there's probably a drizzle in Ladner right now. Oh, yeah. On the weather this morning. Yeah. Yeah. This is a drier place. Yeah. Kamloops Lake gets 2,000 hours of sun per year 
on average. I don't really know what 2,000 hours means. I've never really done the math on that. Mm -hmm. But according to all the lakes in BC, that's the most. Hmm. So that's pretty darn good, I think. I believe it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I love it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are you guys looking forward to? I know you like spring, and we're kind of spring. It shouldn't be, but we're getting there. But what are you looking forward to in the summer months? Um, I think getting out on lakes. I like get a paddleboard and play around on different lakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever been to Johnson Lake? No. You ever seen those photos on Instagram? No. Check that out. Okay. Paddleboard Lake. No, okay. now people are going to listen to the podcast. It'll be full of people. Oh, it's yeah. already full of people, oh, though. It's it's, full of people. It hit Instagram as like sort of an oh, Instagrammable yeah. spot. And then apparently they've had to do some like shoreline management and other measures to because there were so many people in the last few years. Yeah. I think it was a COVID sort of coincided with people having lots of extra time to travel and stuff. Anyways, yeah. so people know about it, but it yeah. is so beautiful. The color of the water is like a aqua blue. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Johnson Lake. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's really got a shallow area where Instagram photos get most <laughs> picked off from. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but you want to go during the week, the weekends on a sunny day. Or, a little busy. Okay. There's also like a thousand lakes in this yes. area within a short, you know, maybe yeah. within two hour drive. It's, it's, there's a lot to choose from. And there's, I'm discovered, I've lived in Kamloops my whole life and I'm still finding new lakes to go and check yeah. out. It yeah. just kind of never really ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was ice fishing like three weeks ago on a lake that had not been ice fished yet this year. Within 40 minutes of Kamloops. And I could have gotten to lakes that were closer, but I just chose this one lake. Mm -hmm. So it's it's for the taking. Okay, Um, this is an interesting question I have for you, okay? If you had met somebody, let's say family, friends, no, let's say somebody you don't know. You meet them on the side of the road and you start a conversation and they say, hey, we're thinking about moving to Kamloops. What would your advice to them be? Oh, that's a tough question. Aside from like Parker's probably a decent realtor to choose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say um, go spend some time there and, and around there and see if you like it. Look around. Right now, there's not lots to buy. But And I've talked to other people who've just moved here. and They're like, yeah, we, we struggle to find a place too. Um, there's a lot of kind of quirk, quirky, you call them quirky houses. Yeah like older builds that have um, probably wouldn't pass code for some things now. <laughs> sure. So you're buying a bit of um, character if you're going to get one of those places and be prepared to do a bit of work. Or, um, For the record, I'd like to say that that's probably more on the outskirts of town. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but that's what we wanted. We didn't want in town. Yeah. We didn't feel like moving from one just a town to a town. We wanted space and, and things like that. So in town, it's great. Lots of cool houses. And yep. You, you're like... Some, someone was saying to me the other day, they, they only will, if they're going to move, it's going to be like five minutes away and they're not going to be less than five to 10 minutes from work and <laughs> all those things. Logistically, yeah. like Camus is moving towards a more higher density profile. Yeah. The downtown core, the city's objective is to grow it, like put mm-hmm. people on top of each other, which is any sort of any sort of growing pains that you get for a municipality that's growing in population is yeah. that we got to get the services kind of pushed in together to make it efficient. Yeah. And so when you look at where you purchased, mm-hmm. you're in a subdivision inside the city limits with fire protection. You got ambulance paramedics at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You have city water. Mm-hmm. You are in a subdivision where you have, everybody has acreages. Yeah. If you could go back in time, I don't know how well-versed you guys are on Fort Langley, but if you look at Fort Langley now, Fort Langley is an actual place. Before mm-hmm. it was like a quaint little spot to go get a coffee. Yeah. Now it is, it is a very attractive area in the lower mainland to purchase. And you see all these acreage properties in the heart of the city. Mm-hmm. And I don't know... Like that has so much potential value in the future moving forward. Yeah, Ladner's the same. All these old properties that are like we saw on, on acreages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met someone the other like a few months ago, and she had an acre, almost an acre, right, right by a park. Oh yeah. And uh, I was like, wow, this is 
You don't see these anymore. Gold. Mm-hmm. Total gold, gold, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what a lot of families are doing up in Tawasin, too, are they're subdividing their property so they can put their kids on it. They tear down their old house, put up two. That it's the only sense. way they can get their kids into a property. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see that more and more. Even in Kamloops, I've seen that, you know, like two families left the lower mainland to create a bigger house here in Kamloops mm-hmm. with a basement suite or a garden suite, carriage house, something to get the family on the property. Um, just because the housing prices are so expensive. Yeah. It, it, you need to be more efficient. Yeah. Like you're seeing more people do that. Well, I've tried for years to get our parents on board to doing <laughs> that exact thing. So we could have a bigger piece of property right, yeah. and stay in Ladner, but that was their path, which is fine. But I'm excited for the fact that we now have an acre. And, you know, when our kids are of that age, we have the potential to have that conversation. And if that's something sure. they're interested in, just to help them, you know, get on their own two feet. Absolutely. Totally. Have you had family come up and stay at your new place? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What do they think? Uh, they all love the view. Oh. They have a view now. Yeah. It's beautiful. See, Har- <laughs> see uh, Harbor Mountain. Yeah, my family's really pleased. It was, it's been good, not just for us or me, but also for my family um, to have the time that we've had to really process this. It's been uh, over a year that we've been like solidly pursuing it and it's given my family, my sister and I are very close and my parents, I see mom and dad most days, even while we were living with them for, um, six months, but even when we weren't living with them, I see them, um, every day. So yeah, giving them that time to process this move and they've come up several times to see like, it's not that far. You can decide Saturday morning you want to be here and be here by lunchtime. It's true. Which just makes it that much more accessible. Yeah. Um, and Kel's decided that, that my sister has decided that the highway's not as scary as she thought it was. And right. she can totally do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're really excited yeah. for us and and to join us you know, when they can. Gives them some, like somewhere to come visit too. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that through like, yeah, the, the practice of, of doing it now, like, you know, Driving the highway can be a really scary mm-hmm. thing to think about before you set out on a, a trip, but mm-hmm. do it a few times, get to know how it goes. And yeah. I, think, I think there's a perspective shift mm-hmm. when you, I, I, I lived in the lower mainland as well. I lived in Langley, grew up there. Driving over the Coke mm-hmm. in the winter was like, you got to be really careful. Mm-hmm. There's a and lot of do. stuff going on up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And no doubt you do. But yeah. now I, I would check the weather report if we had to go over the Coke, but it wouldn't even phase me to see snow mm-hmm. you just learn to drive in it the conditions you just learn to deal with the conditions that you have you your driving practices change Better if they tires. don't you go back to getting a vancouverite status <laughs> <laughs> parker how long have you lived in kamloops now then about 20 years okay yeah so after 20 years of uh here i'm here to stay this yeah. is a great great city mm-hmm. uh, if you like outdoors yeah i would say if if the outdoors frighten you and they're, you know, we do lack on a few things, but we're improving. I would say restaurants are something that I, I feel that I've left behind in the lower mainland where you have such a diverse opportunity to eat different kinds of foods and mm-hmm. different cultural foods. I, I miss that. I feel like that's changing though too. Like that, that is, is definitely a, changing. It, yeah. I think there's more than there have been in the past. A few years ago, there was like three restaurants that shut down in Canada all at once, and it, it, it was frightening. Like because of COVID? Pre-COVID. Oh, I see. Pre-COVID, when Milestones shut down, and Montana's was packing up, and the keg disappeared. It was like, what's going on in Canada? Why can't we have food here? <laughs> yeah. But now I think the population has spiked, and I think we're, you know, I mean, we, there is some new restaurants starting up. So Well, you've got TRU, and you've got a lot of international students there. Mm-hmm. You've set up roots here, and you've got like African food mm. and Jamaican and good Indian, lots of good Indian restaurants. Totally. Shout out to Kamal there with the uh, the Jamaica. What's that? Uh, Jamaican kitchen. The Jamaican kitchen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kamal. That's oh, his name. there you go. Good dude. <laughs> um, okay, let's 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 switch the the face of this conversation. That's the average family's journey. You guys made it harder on yourself. Because you also picked up and moved your business to Kamloops. Yeah. First, describe what it is that you guys do. We're both RMTs. We're both massage therapists. And uh, we had a pretty thriving practice in Ladner. 
Yeah, I'm leaving behind patients that I've been treating for 16 years oh, straight. Yeah. Like they were one of my first when I first started as an RMT, and right, I've mm-hmm. built that professional relationship with them, and and now I'm we're both starting completely green. Yeah. <laughs> and where do you, where do you guys work out of now here in Kamloops? So Marcy still so we're to create stability. Marcy is still going down every weekend to work. Oh wow! So talking yeah. about driving the highway. Yeah, right. no yeah. kidding. I do like that. There's two routes though. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if I don't like how the Coquihalla is looking, I can take the Canyon, which I love the Fraser Canyon Road. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. So yeah. So, so our our plan was that I would go up early. So we took possession of our house in November. So I came up mid October, second week of October. And I started working up here three days a week. So I'd commute. I'd work on Fridays back in Ladner and I'd work up here three days a week. And uh, so that was fun when it was warm. Mm-hmm. And then it got cold and uh, we kind of went on Facebook and someone took pity on us. And I parked our trailer in their, their uh, driveway. It was really nice of them. Mm-hmm. So she was actually, uh, she's an RMT here too. And I guess she, she felt a bit of kinship. Aww. Yeah, a very nice family there out west side. And um, if a realtor moved to Kamloops, I would just, I'd send them away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different kind of it's business. Pretty, pretty solid yeah. business here. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's pretty recession proof, I think. Um, so I did that. And then. Like I, you were staying in the trailer in yeah. her driveway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It fine unless I had to go to the bathroom. Totally. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> So then, then the kids wanted, like my daughter wanted to finish high school or her semester in high school. Mm-hmm. And so the, you guys all moved up end of January when the semester changed. Yeah, it lined up really well. Yeah. Because her school in Ladner and the Kamloops school here both semester. So that ended January 27th. Yeah. And then school started up here on February 1st. So they had a few days to come up and kind of get settled before. Like throwing. two weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. Ago. I didn't realize it was that recent for your kids then. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And we gave Max the opportunity to come up after Christmas if he wanted, because Mike was living up here, but he wanted to stay. My, like they're both very close. My son and daughter are like best friends. And so he didn't want to leave his sister. He wanted to stay with. So oh. he also wanted to move up for Feb 1st. Yeah. So, so I, I had that chance to build the business a bit. Yeah. So I wasn't dead. And um, I'm getting pretty busy now. And Mars will start working in a few months. A few weeks. A few weeks, okay. Yeah. And uh, just once a week, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but to create stability, she's still working down there. Mm-hmm. And um, and our daughter's playing water polo down there still. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Shaylee and I travel down every Friday and come back Sunday night. So, wow. and you guys were saying before the podcast that not all our, MT, all our MTs are treated equal, right? Like you have a very different perspective on what you do. Yeah, we all kind of have create our own kind of style and our own focus. Um, so I work a lot with um, persistent pain, chronic pain, complex pain problems. I work at a clinic actually that's was great fit um, with Melissa West out at um, Change Your Pain Kamloops, mm-hmm. and so she's kind of the same same focus. And that's located downtown. Downtown between First and Second on Seymour. Nice. Um, it's a great location. And, uh, like I, so I took the time and I, when I wasn't always busy and I had some time, I'd go and explore lunch, where to go for lunch and check the city out. And it was really cool. There's a lot going on downtown. There's yeah. a vibe down there. Yeah. yeah. I'm really looking forward to the summer concerts. Mm-hmm. Music in the park. Yeah. That's a big, big summer staple here. Have yeah. you ever played in the music in the park? I have. Nice. It's true. Not in the last couple of years, but. Mm. Mallory's part of a band called the Sweater Kittens. Sweater Kittens. <laughs> It's true. It's a girl grunge band. It's that's awesome. correct. Yeah, <laughs> check them out on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, can you? We are. We have a couple things on YouTube, but on it'd be, Spotify, it'd be cool to really, check out the scene here. Like, and there music is and a scene. There's a couple yeah. of like new and interesting venues that have popped up in mm. the last little while. There's a little more variety now in terms of venues. That, mm. um, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. culture going on. The park is definitely a happening place in the summertime. Oh, yeah. There's a lot going on down there. There's a lot to offer. Like, you can swim in the river. Mm -hmm. There's a beach, like, white sand, you know, between your toes kind of beach. Pretty pretty beach. Yeah. Yeah, Nice sunsets. Yep. Yeah. And then the dog park. Dog park. Off leash. Spend a lot of time there in the summer when we're house shopping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's something called the River's Trail, which connects all the, yeah, 
yeah. Riverside Park and Pioneer yeah. Park. And it goes all the way across the bridge and up the North Thompson. It's mm. quite a long <laughs> walking a long trail. trail. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a nice way to bike or walk. For sure. On a nice Yeah. Flat I'm waiting grade. for them to take that trail out to Dallas. Because mm. that's the next step. Mm. That would could. be incredible. <laughs> There's some private property in the way, but mm. maybe some easements or a ferry. Yeah. <laughs> so but, the tra- no, no, go ahead. But, but with Mars, she practices, um, you're more like, you always had the same patients, right? So you had a certain way of treating them and um, kind of treated, I, I can't really explain. You go ahead. Uh, yeah, I like continuity. I like, um, I, I treated a lot of nurses, a lot of school teachers, a lot of people that have physical jobs. So they needed to come in on a somewhat regular basis, which is weekly for some and every six weeks for some, it just whatever feels right for your body. And so you really build that relationship, um, which is wonderful, just hard to kind of say goodbye to. Oh yeah. Um, but it's a, like a, a big sort of fear that I've worried about with coming with our business is that word of mouth is so important. And literally we knew no one coming here and Parker, I tell my patients, like the only person I know is our realtor, who's now become a friend, <laughs> Parker. <laughs> um, so that's pretty scary. This is really scary. Not having <laughs> any word of mouth that you know can help grow our businesses, but I feel very confident in Mike and my ability because we've been like massage therapists for so long, and we have great experience. And um, I would say I'm more of like her traditional RMT, like kind of how you come out of school Um, and like treating areas uh, of the population, women, um, because I'm one and I can relate to sort of what they're going through, moms, and that's, you know, had your baby a couple days ago or had your baby 50 years ago. Um, And athletes, I was an athlete myself, so I really love talking especially with youth that are growing in their sport yeah, and totally. it's so fun to hear how it's going and um, their path. So. so I think, so I've been treating people here for a while. You're going to love the people here. Like they're so outgoing and friendly and it's, I was thinking the other day, it's such a privilege to hear these pe- these personal stories from mm-hmm. people and you can't share the story with anyone. It's like this little relationship you have. Yeah. And you can't go home and talk to, or talk to you guys about these specific stories, but it's just really, really cool here. Yeah. I think, a- I think Mike just became a loopster. <laughs> <laughs> He's official. I feel like he was there before we moved. We're here. working on yeah. <laughs> He's been on board. <laughs> but truly the transition then is still happening, like very much in the business sense. Cause that, you know, takes time to grow and establish. Yeah, yeah. But um, even as you were saying for your kids, cause the move has still just occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, even Mike, you being up since the fall, mm-hmm. that was just a couple of months ago. That's yeah. really not a lot of time. No. Um, what's what's left to like complete this transition of, you know, is it it's just one day at a time? Yeah. Is there anything major still on your list that's like, oh, we have a storage unit down at the lower mainland or something? But it's like eating an elephant. <laughs> one, one bite, bite at a time. time. <laughs> I just keep telling the kids, right? Like it's we're on like a roller coaster right now with mm-hmm. emotions and everything, and we just gotta take each day as it comes because the next day is gonna be different. Change, yeah. Mac, I think had an easier slide in with being elementary school. It's kind of conducive to creating that environment where you have conversation and you meet people, mm-hmm. sitting in your little table of pods, and you have to have lunch in your classroom, right? And he was pretty gobsmacked when he found out that Sheila doesn't sit in a classroom for lunch and she has to like wander the hallway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, high school is a little harder beast to, to sort of no doubt. figure she your just way fell, She just fell in love. Hey, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't dish too hard on the hot goss. <laughs> but, but how is she? But going? that can help. The transition. <laughs> She's doing well. She's doing, Shaylee is, um, well, both our kids are, are pretty cool. Um, but she, so we've had international students um, recently, and we had two German students last year. And living with you, yeah, cool. living with us for one, six one months. Yeah, six yeah. months each. <laughs> and at the end of having our second one, Joya, she said, "You know, if they can come to a new country where they don't know anybody and it's a different language, and they have to 
figure out high school. She's like, I can move to Kamloops and I can figure it out. It's the same country. Yeah. It's the same language. <laughs> it's the That's same amazing. school system. Yeah, she's got great perspective. Um, and so she knows that she's going to have hard days and she's she's good to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't make that easy. No. But she knows that then she'll she's going to have a good day and we'll get there. So we just keep talking about we got to find our new normal. As a parent, you always want to protect your kids. But sometimes protecting them isn't necessarily in their best interest, right? Like they need to be able to adapt and learn how to deal with things. And uh, that's what makes them tough. Totally. They need to fail. Yeah, you got to fail. I mean, everybody's got to fail. But in knowing that... Boy, this podcast got deep. It did. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing that like, like we're all feeling the same thing. Exactly. Right? Like what she's feeling is no different than what I'm feeling. I'm going through loss and some grief mm-hmm. and excitement and adventure and all of it. Um, right. And so, you know, she's, she needs to talk about it. Like I'm dealing with it too. We can talk about it. I did say to Mike when we first arrived January 27th, I walked in the house and I was like, you are way more excited than we are right now. <laughs> you <laughs> were careful, just in the right? car for four hours. Like there's a lot of emotion happening. Yeah. You need to like tone down meet your excitement. Us, meet us where we are. <laughs> right. yeah. I just so, missed you guys. That's, aw, no. Aw. And it was wonderful. Just, yeah, there's a lot of like emotion coming in the house hmm. when we got out of the car. I'll share a story with you. This might relate. What, the very first day I physically moved to Kamloops, I had never been to Kamloops. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I had driven the highway through it, but we established Kamloops as our location due to the same reasons that you guys did close to mom, you know, close to the lower mainland, close to all the friends and stuff that we grew up with. But I drove into a parking lot, an industrial parking lot, like oil stains on the ground and uh, chunks of grass and leaves blown around. And up against the fence was a piece of sagebrush that had grown through the concrete or the asphalt, I should say. And I pulled up the vehicle and I stepped out and I looked at that sagebrush and I couldn't be more happy. I was like, this is so cool. So, but wait, wait, what part of it was cool that, that it was sagebrush or that that there was sagebrush growing in my new home. (laughs) I was, did you live at the industrial park? No, but it was like, I'd, I'd always wanted to live in a dry place where I got you. you could, where the ground doesn't like the lower mainland. If you wanted to go up a mountain and you had a sword, you could cut your way up the mountain. And as you walked past the spot you just cut, the mountain would grow back. <laughs> it would close off and there would be no indication that you went that path. Magical. In Kamloops, it was like, Trees are six feet apart, and you can just wander anywhere. That was what I was. Really I about. see. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you a hard time. But from this, you know, pathetic environmental wasteland was this piece of sage that was growing, and and I was very excited. Good. That's so. a nice moment. I can actually smell the sagebrush now that you're talking about sagebrush. It's right. Like part of my DNA. There you go. Mm-hmm. So now that you've been in your house for just a couple of months and you less so, Marcy, well, how's it going at your house? Like what's, is it like what you expected? Is it going well or got lots of projects on the go? Oh, lots going on. Okay. We're just trying to make it feel more like our house. Just yeah. getting our furniture and pictures on the wall. Right? Mm-hmm. Marcy's been working really hard on the house. Yeah. It's nice having the weeks here between traveling back where I can like, like solidly try and push through some of the stuff. I can honestly say though, that I am grieving the loss of my old house Mm -hmm. because my systems were fantastic on where shoes went and jackets went Mm -hmm. and everybody's stuff went and I don't do well in like chaos everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that caused a lot of anxiety for me. So I like to have homes and, now I'm looking at this like brand new space, which is significantly bigger than our old house. And I'm like, I don't know how to create a system. Yeah. And every, it's like you move differently through that kind of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's having stairs. Stairs? We're in a rancher. We're in a rancher. Ah. Yeah. And it was like, we, I really loved the house. My dad was an architect and he kind of did a side project and designed a reno for us. And that was pretty fun. Well, every like square inch of that house just fit us so perfectly. Yeah. 
Well, we had to do the reno to make it fit, though. Well, that's what I mean. How long were you in that house? 13 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were at the mall and somebody said, where's home, where would it be? I think I'm split still. I say home. Well, Mike has said to us that home was where you were, been for the last six months, Mm -hmm. which the last six months we lived with my mom and dad. So I keep calling my mom and dad's place home. Not my old home, but like mom and dad's, it's home. And then this is home. So each direction I travel, I'm going home. <laughs> right. This is this is how I typically Poetry. define it. Yeah. I define it if you say, oh, I live in Kamloops. But if you end it there, then that's home. But if you say, but we just moved from Ladner or wherever mm-hmm. you moved from, you're not over it yet. I'm not over it yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty over it. <laughs> I yeah I mean it's been uh, it's a lot more comfortable where we are now than being at your parents. It's pretty good, pretty tight in there. So I was ready to get out as nice as your parents are. <laughs> and that was like a transition because you sold your home in Ladner and yeah. then needed to yeah. Well, in. yeah, the market was so hot when we were looking for most of the time, and uh, so we we're like everyone's saying, got to get everything lined up, sell your house, have your mortgage ready, and then get in there. And as we did that, the market changed. So we put our house on the market and we missed the top of the market by like two weeks. Not bad though. Which was significant in those days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, it was a difference between selling it that weekend, but we sold ours like three months later. Oh wow. Okay. And so we had to follow the market down and catch it. And we, uh, <clears throat> we didn't sell till we didn't get out of that house till August. And then we bought in November. So there's that whole transition. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many moving parts to line up and everything has to connect, right? All the dots. So, we just stick with it. It's a huge, huge undertaking. Like, I know it's, and it's not easy. And we moved ourselves. So, we had to rent a big can. Did you? Yeah. And, uh, and we had a, like, a second moving trailer. And had you downsized, like, purged some items and things before moving? Mm. Not a ton because we had no idea what we were moving to. Oh, yeah. good point. Right? I had no idea what size home we're And this house is like significantly bigger. So yeah, I, I was like, More we can't stuff. get Yeah, I'm like, we can't get rid of that. We might need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thrown a lot out. <laughs> That's good. I appreciate you guys sharing your story with us. That's awesome. And it's not something normally we get to chat about someone's journey to a new city, but it's pretty awesome. And often we talk in uh, more general strokes because it's, you know, anecdotes based on a bunch of different clients or different scenarios you've seen, but this is a really personal glimpse into the, Mm -hmm. um, what it takes to move up and what, yeah, the difficulties and the excitement, it's, it's a complicated, uh, move in a way. Um, but it's really helpful to hear what, what plays into it, including, you know, the emotional stuff is a huge, huge part of how, I don't know how, how it all feels and, and like where you go from here. It's like, it takes work. So thank you for sharing it with us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're happy to be here. Mm-hmm. And we'll work on you. Hashtag Loopster. We'll get you a shirt. It's your birthday too. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Marcy. <laughs> thank you. Sorry. <laughs> happy 29. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my sister. She's 29 for the rest of her life. That's perfect. Age. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, thanks again, guys. I appreciate you uh, coming on. And uh, hopefully, awesome. the rest of your first year in Kamloops is full of exciting, new, amazing discoveries. I'm sure, it will. Yeah, we're looking forward to all the yeah. adventure. Hey, thanks for listening to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to get new episodes delivered right to your feed. And we want to hear from you. Send comments and questions to parker at royallepage.ca or reach out on Instagram at pbrealestater. <laughs>